You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. And welcome back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller, filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, who will be back tomorrow. Mark and I are on twitch.tv slash BetQL. We're also on uh, YouTube. If you search Odyssey Sports, you can find us on the Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. So obviously we had three NFL games yesterday. We also had a uh, number of NBA games as well. We had five of them. NBA Christmas Day, Mark, always one of the the big days on the regular season schedule. Of the five games yesterday, of of the ten teams that we saw, was there was there a game, a storyline, a team that that kind of stuck out uh, to you just watching the games yesterday? Well, I am going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to take two, right? And I, I think the one was the Celtics, um, you know, continuing to assert their dominance. Like, I thought that was a big win for them. They let Davis go off. I think he might have got 40 points in that one. But poor Zingas, 28-11. And they're a team that in the offseason, they made this poor Zingas deal. They got rid of Marcus Smart. And I, I didn't like it. I, I thought they were going to lack leadership. And, you know, uh, I didn't think that the mix would work. And I'm, I was surprised that they were just going back to the well with, you know, Tatum and Brown again. Um, but everything seems to be clicking as, as they expected. And I wonder, you know, I want to get your opinion real quick. You know, do, do you still have concerns about them when we get into the summer, you know, in the half court game, in the playoffs, when it's different? Like, do you think that the Celtics team is really different and improved and can make that leap? Um, you know, because yesterday, I mean, they, they, they look solid. They did look solid. What I like about Boston is – you know, a lot of teams obviously try and go in every year with the same thing and hope that the result is going to change, right? I mean, it, it mm-hmm. seems like we see so many NBA teams do that. Obviously, they've had their core guys, Tatum and Brown, for a while. But making those trades to get Porzingis and Drew Holiday, I think come playoff time, especially when the game, as we know, slows down, it becomes more half court. I, I think that's really going to favor Boston, Mark, because – I mean, with Tatum, Holiday, and Brown, like those three guys, the way they are as two-way players, what they can do on offense and defense, Porzingis, how he can stretch you out on offense. They got a good bench. Missoula's the one thing that kind of concerns me a little bit, right? Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, coaching is really magnified when you get to the postseason, so that would be my one concern. But to me, I mean, Boston is clearly the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. The team that they played, Mark, the Lakers, I know they won that in-season tournament, but I'm I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about the Lakers. You know what I mean? I I think Denver is clearly the team to beat in the West. Phoenix, there might be some concerns with them too, but 
the Lakers, man, it's, you know, you brought up a good point. You were talking about San Francisco last segment, and you wanted to see if they could get through a full season staying fully healthy, right, with all that Shanahan asks of his guys after the catch. It's kind of the same thing with the Lakers. Like, can we trust Anthony Davis, LeBron? Can they go into June? Can they go late May? Can their role players, can those guys stay healthy for a deep playoff run? I just, I don't know. So, yeah, Boston look great. I think they'll be good in the playoffs. And the Lakers, I'm starting to have my concerns about them. I got a question for you, PJ, now. Now, Lakers won the in-season tournament, lost six of eight, I believe, since, you know, since they got back. Is the in-season tournament going to be the new home run derby <laughs> where everybody just wastes their energy and then afterwards they're just not the same team? Is that what we're looking for? I know be. it's early in the season, but yeah, could be the new home run derby. And, you know, the Suns are another team, you know, panicking. How much of the Suns, Lack of success, you know, letting up, you know, Doncic went crazy, Luka went nuts. And how much of do you, of it do you think is them still figuring things out? Because we've seen this with, like, you know, super teams where, hey, they get a new piece, you know, they bring in Bradley Beal, and it, it takes a while to gel. But fans in Phoenix are getting impatient. As they should. And, you know, I don't think they did a good enough job building the bench. And, Mark, their big three, it's like they got three guys that you can't trust to stay healthy. Beal especially, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, the last couple years, Beal can't stay on the court. Kevin Durant's obviously had his fair share of injuries, too. And I think that's the big thing. It's even if these guys do come back, is there going to be enough chemistry there? Are they going to build enough of a relationship where – in time, you know, they can make a deep run in the playoffs because you're talking about three guys that need the ball in their hands, right? Booker, Durant, Beal mm-hmm. are all ball-dominant guards, and uh, KD obviously being a forward as well. But, yeah, I-, I think the Suns are in trouble. I do. I mean, they certainly have the talent, but Denver is just such a well-connected team. Um, you know, even a team like Minnesota, OKC, um, you know, the Pelicans, like these are teams that have been together for a while. They don't maybe have the superstar firepower that some of these other top tier teams do but i like them more collectively as teams i think another interesting one is the warriors as well we saw them fall to the uh the nuggets last night you know the warriors are so interesting because we've kind of seen this out of them the last couple years in the regular season with draymond serving this indefinite suspension though mark it it, it seems different right like Mm -hmm. obviously he's not the player that stephen clay is but he means so much to that team, kind of the attitude, what he does defensively. Are you concerned about the Warriors at all moving forward? Uh, I mean, a little bit, but you know what? There are some positives, you know, since, you know, the Draymond incident. Like, I think defensively they've played better collectively, and I think that that's going to help them, you know, if he does return, you know, at what point or whatnot. Like, I think, you know, they're a little bit of a different team, you know, without them. And I, but I think on the defensive end, they kind of pick things up. I mean, obviously like Denver is going to, you know, do what they want, but I think when you see them against some of these other teams, um, I think, you know, it's going to kind of strengthen them long-term. I think getting this time to play without them. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff there in the NBA yesterday with though, with those five games going on. We also had the Sixers and the Heat yesterday. No MB, no Jimmy Butler, Miami, a 119-113 winner. And the Knicks with the win over Milwaukee, 129-122. to uh, Mark, before we get into the NFL futures market, we do have a live college football game going on right now. Minnesota and Bowling Green. I know we're going to talk some college football later on in the show. Did you have anything in this uh, Minnesota Bowling Green game? Yeah, I'm on Minnesota, so I think we're on opposite sides here. I never like being on the other side of the glass, man, but here we are. No, I know. We can split I, this I don't play like out being, together. 
Well, I know. I wish we were on the same side. We're unfortunately going head-to-head. Minute 42 to go in the second quarter. Bowling Green just got an interception, but now they have to settle for a field goal attempt. You know, this was an interesting game. The The total late last night was 39-and-a-half, Mark, and then it steamed all the way up to 43 on BetMGM at kickoff. I thought that was that was too much of an overreaction, so I did took, take the under in the game. I also took Bowling Green plus three as well. They closed at two and a half. So uh, so we'll see how that game goes. We're, we'll keep you posted on it throughout as they knock through the 33-yard field goal. So Minnesota trailing 10 to nine, but they are minus 115 on the money line. Bowling Green minus 110, pretty much a pick them. And the total is now at 42 and a half, 138 to go in the second quarter in that game. Back to the NFL, though, Mark. So we were talking about the three games yesterday. Let's talk about the MVP. We knew that Niners-Ravens game. We knew the winner of that game likely was going to help the quarterback. And obviously, whoever's team won, the quarterback was going to probably be the favorite as we were going to sit here on Tuesday morning. Can't believe how drastic it moved, though, right? I mean, Brock Purdy had the worst game that you could possibly have. He had four interceptions. He had that stinger. He came out. Sam Darnold came in, looked better than Purdy did for the short time that he was in there. Lamar goes from plus 500 to minus 160. Brock Purdy drops all the way down to 12 to 1 now after being a minus 225 last week. Christian McCaffrey, as you can see on your screen, is now a plus 400. So my question now, Mark, with the Ravens playing the Dolphins this week, we were all talking about this Niners-Ravens game being kind of the game that would determine the MVP. Do you think almost now the Ravens-Dolphins game could determine the MVP? Like, let's say Lamar has a performance that Brock did last night. Tua throws for four touchdowns. You think Tua at plus 900 is worth a shot if the Dolphins win that game and, and he plays great? I don't know, because when you're looking at Tua, like, not only does he have to play a great game against, you know, Baltimore, he's going to have to play a great game against Buffalo you know, in the final game as well. So, you know, and that's after Dallas and me being from Philadelphia, like I know how much the schedule can impact the team, right? We saw the Eagles play Dallas twice, Buffalo, San Francisco, Kansas city all in a row by the end, they just had no gas, you know? And uh, so I think that that's going to be the biggest challenge here. If you're looking at like backing to it, at this number is that even if he does get by Baltimore, which is a very, very difficult task ahead of you, you know, you have to do it again against Buffalo. You have to get up and, and you know, win that game again, um, I think, for him to win the MVP. So I don't think so. I, I think this one's Lamar's to lose at this point. Um, obviously, they have to handle business against Miami, but um, I like their chances. If you have a Lamar Jackson MVP ticket in your pocket with a plus money next to it, Mark, I think you have to take the Dolphins plus four this week. I think you have to because all Lamar has to do is win the game. I think is with the performance mm-hmm. last night, everybody's watching that game with what Purdy did. I think as long as the Ravens win and they get the number one seed, which they will if they beat the Dolphins, then I think Lamar's going to win. He's not going to play in week 18. They're going to rest him. So... I think the Dolphins plus four is the play because I think you could you could middle both. I think even if the Ravens win a field goal game, if they win like a 24-21 game, I think he's still going to win MVP. And then if the Dolphins win, you know, even if Miami wins the game, to your point, Tua still has to beat Buffalo. He still has to look good in that game. I still think even if Lamar gets the two seed, there's a path for him to win it. Now, McCaffrey's sitting there at plus 400. 
And, you know, he, he maybe he scores five touchdowns in these final two games of the season. They do play Washington next week. Certainly could go off there. They play the Rams in week 18. So McCaffrey certainly could have a big game. But I, I don't know how you feel. As a guy holding a Lamar Jackson ticket, I'm definitely playing some Miami plus four because I, I think there's a great chance that Lamar can win MVP and the Dolphins cover that number this week. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I think four is a lot, you know, and that's what you get this time of year. The lines are efficient. You know, the numbers are sharp. Like, you know, it's going to make you hesitate. But um, I have some Lamar plus 600 from two weeks ago that I jumped on. And, you know, but I I might just stay away from this game altogether and just, you know, ride the the good number that I have. Um, I don't know if, you know, I don't know how well Miami's going to be able to match up. You know, obviously, you want to make sure Hamilton's good. He's a go, but you know, I think this Ravens defense, if they can get pressure on Tua and they have the guys to make sure that Tua doesn't have those quick outlet passes, um, I think they can give them a lot of problems, man. And the Miami defense has looked a lot better the second half of the season, but they did not look good against Tennessee. You know, I, I think that there's going to be opportunity there for the Ravens. So um, I have a Lamar 6-1. Six, six to one. I'm probably just going to hold. I, I don't know if I'll play this game. I got to dig in a little bit more, but I don't feel like I need the hedge. Like, I'm that comfortable enough that – I do think Baltimore can win the game and, you know, has a path here. And and as far as like McCaffrey goes, I'd love to get your opinion on this, PJ. Like I, I know he's getting a lot of steam and he's had a tremendous season, but when Debo went out during the, during the year and Trent Williams went out, the 49ers offense was terrible. I mean, yes. it really sputtered. So, so like, how do you say that like Christian McCaffrey is the MVP when he couldn't carry his team to a win over the Browns and and some of the games that they lost in the middle of the season when Debo was out. Like, to me, that's like a really, really hard thing for me to come to in backing McCaffrey in this spot. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I think McCaffrey's the best running back in football. I think his stats are great this season. But like you said, and to me, that's what hurt Brock Purdy's argument, right? Like before the Ravens played the Niners and we were talking about the two quarterbacks, Mark, the Ravens have lost Dobbins. They've lost Andrews. They lost Keaton Mitchell last week. We don't even talk mm-hmm. about that because of how great Lamar is, right? When we talk about Purdy and when we're trying to make a case for him why he maybe shouldn't have won MVP, we talk about the games where Debo was out, Trent was out, where he was banged up, when everything wasn't great for San Francisco, and those were the games that he struggled with, right? Like, if you're MVP, you should be able to overcome all that stuff. You should be the most valuable player on your team. We know Lamar is that for the Ravens, and – I don't – we know Purdy and McCaffrey aren't that for the 49ers. Like, I think Trent, you could argue, is more valuable. Debo, Fred Warner on defense. Like, I think you could argue potentially those three guys. So, I'm with you. McCaffrey's having a great year. Um, and, look, if he scores a combined six touchdowns over the next two weeks and Lamar struggles, maybe he wins the award. But I, I do think you bring up a, a good point. You know, when Debo was hurt, you well, kind of saw San Francisco struggle. Yeah, PJ, the most fascinating part is, is that like, you know, we do so much data on these awards and, and, you know, we have it nailed down and we have the thresholds like, hey, usually, you know, the MVP fits this mold, it fits these historical thresholds. And I think what Nick and Ken do a great job of is like, they give you that information, but also it's in context, right? Like it's a historical threshold. It doesn't mean that, you know, a player with Lamar's statistical profile can't win because his EPA per play isn't high enough, right? You know, or things like that. Or Jaden Daniels can't win the Heisman because LSU, you know, lost a bunch of games early in the season where they still scored 55 points and lost, right? And I think that that's kind of key in this argument is because when you look at Lamar, 
Yes, the numbers don't jump off the page, but they're the fourth highest scoring team in the NFL. They're the best team in the NFL right now, and he's the whole reason. Like, they run the ball better because of him. They pass the ball better because of him. Like, his impact on the team and the offense is so great that it doesn't really translate on the stat sheet all the time. Well, and Gus Edwards has 12 rushing touchdowns this season. 11 of those have been from seven yards or fewer, right? So it's like mm-hmm. the Jalen Hurts push-push. The Eagles always get down to the one, and Hurts just runs it in. It's what the Ravens do. They get down to the one, they give it to Gus, who takes away from Lamar. We're taking a quick timeout. More NFL futures talk on the other side. P.J. Glasser, Mark Drumheller, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.